Welcome to the Style That Binds Us podcast. Today is part two of the conversation where I interview my mom, who is a personal wardrobe consultant, and ask her questions about what the knowledge she has gained and any words of wisdom she has. One of my clients said to her sister, you're not going to like some of what she says, but you're going to have to do it, (laughs) which I loved. I thought that was hilarious. You know, they just say all kinds of nice things. I get lovely letters and notes and things like, (laughs) you know, you changed my life. I said, I think that's a bit of an overstatement. And she said, no, you really have no idea how much better I feel about myself and you know, just it, it's nice to know when you do something for another woman, especially because as a mother and a wife, I, I've walked in their footsteps for the most part. You know, we all have different lives, but we are more similar than we are different. And it just makes you feel wonderful, wonderful to help another person. What do you think they would say? They would say, I can't remember, but you send them to me. And they would say, so nice. oh, one, the one that I always think about. So cute. I love this woman. Lisa, if you're listening, you know, I think the world of you. She sent me a note and she said, I don't make all that many great decisions in my life. Comma. It's hilarious. But but working with you is one of them. Oh. And that was it. And I loved that. And she makes great decisions about everything. She's a remarkable woman. But I loved the way it was just so simple and sweet. Why do you think people, females, whatever, um, have confidence issues? Oh, that's a deep question. There's a lot of reasons. We should probably bring a psychologist on for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you've been talking about that. like. Well, I mean, there's all kinds of reasons, but specifically just physically. Well, even though they're super fabulous people, right. but they see themselves, like you're saying, mm-hmm. I don't make great decisions. Well, everyone else thinks they make great decisions. Mm-hmm. Why? I think she was being humble. I think she's got, you know, I think she's got a good self-confidence. Well, not, not that I understand. Whatever. I understand. I think that just like we're always hearing, you know, it's what you see on Instagram. It's what you see on TV. It's what you see, you know, in the movies. It's what you see in the magazines. It's what, you know, when you're young, the boys talk about. It's who the cool girls are. It's, you know, it's it's just everywhere. And so if you don't look exactly like that, which even they don't look exactly like that, um, you start to, you know, feel not so great about yourself. So there has to be... A lot of positive self-talk. This was the cutest thing. If you don't listen to the Bobby Brown podcast, the makeup guru now has... Long story short. Thank you. She has a podcast that we adore. And we think the world of her, too. But she had somebody on there that said, Every morning, give yourself a compliment. And she said, The world is not going to end... Nothing terrible is going to happen if you say one nice thing to yourself. And I thought that was was so cute. We're so hard on ourselves. What we need to be doing is every day giving ourselves pep talks. You've got this. You can do this. Go out into the world and make it a better place. All of those things that we concentrate and and whenever you have the negative self, that just, ugh in your brain I'm not good enough I wish I looked like so and so why can't I have what she has all that stuff doesn't do us any good we hear this stuff all the time we hear it all the time but we still do it we still sabotage ourselves so I don't know 
you know, if there's a problem that you can fix, fix it. Like, I know I could lose some weight, and I know there's no pill. There's no magic diet. I just need to exercise and eat healthy. And I do that for the most part, but I don't do it all the time. There are a lot of things that we can actually fix. But the things that we can't fix, love yourself anyway. Get out there and enjoy life. Yeah. One example is you, you're very self-focused just in general, people are, and probably nobody is looking at you. So sometimes, like, we'll be at a restaurant or a museum or whatever, and uh, I'll say, oh, let me take a picture of you. And you're like, no, no, I, you know, everybody's staring at me. I'm oh, like, I would never say that. Everybody's staring that, at me. But I'm saying, like, no, I'm just trying to say that even if you, like, when you walk into a room, oh. like, if I go to an event alone, for example, and I, like, have to circle the room because I haven't found somebody that I know, and I'm trying to figure out who should I talk to, I could be thinking, oh, my oh, God, sure. people are looking at me, like, circling. This is so embarrassing. They're probably right. thinking, who is this girl that came alone? Why does she keep circling the event? But nobody sees me. I mean, they probably who don't. Who cares? Even... Right. Yeah. No, no, no. When I talk about that, when I said about the photos, because of what we do for a living now, it is still not natural for me to have all these pictures taken of me, especially in a public place. That's when I say, do not <laughs> take my picture. I'm not comfortable with that. It's just my age. I'm not a selfie generation type person. But yes, you are so right. Yes. I don't know why some people are are more self-conscious than others. And, and sometimes that's not something you can fix. That's just who they are. They're just a little more, you know, um, shy. And that's okay, too. There's nothing wrong with that. But... Yeah, I, I wasn't even saying mm-hmm. anything bad about that. I was just kind of saying it's a nice reminder that even something that either you're very conscious of or you feel like everybody's right. looking at you, probably nobody sees it and or nobody's looking at you. So that's all I meant there. Right. Yeah. And if they do, who cares? Mm-hmm. And what is something that you wish... Give them a smile. ...that women or your clients would never say again? Back in the day. Back in the day, I was pretty. <gasps> I, someone said that to me before. Back in the day, <laughs> I was thin. Back in the day, you know, you know, it's it's this sort of tragic thing where, you know, living in the past, it's like, okay, guess what? That's fabulous. I'm sure you were, but you <laughs> are today, too. It's just a different, it's a different time in your life. But we're going to concentrate on today, not what might happen in the future, not what was in the past. Your glory days can be now. They don't have to be when you were a high school cheerleader or whatever the situation is. Um, This is the time we're going to concentrate. We're going to concentrate on making you look the best you can right now. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't waste too much time thinking about the way things used to be. Mm -hmm. And another thing you probably don't ever want to hear again is, well... I couldn't figure out what to wear, so I just didn't go. Oh, yeah, that makes me sad. I have had people say that. Tell me everything. Talk about that. <laughs> well, I think that's terrible. I think that's really sad. Some people miss Easter Sunday. Some people miss their friend's child's wedding. Some people miss their best friend's wedding. I mean, you know, it really it really is a thing. And so my advice there would just be... Call BB. <laughs> give me a call or try and plan ahead. Try and I know everybody's so busy, but you all know the holidays are coming. This is a perfect time now to pick a couple of days to get together a couple of outfits. 
You kind of know, based on the past, what kind of parties you go to during the holidays. So if you're not going to be going to any, don't buy a beautiful cocktail dress if you don't have much of a chance of going to a cocktail party because there aren't, there aren't that many going on in your age group or something like that. Whatever it is, set mm-hmm. yourself up for success because it's not going to happen the week of Thanksgiving. You're not going to be able to throw everything together for the holidays. Go ahead and get the clothes out of the way. And then you can move on to all the things that it takes to get ready for the holidays and maybe even actually enjoy them this year. This happens to me, too. I have so many events and or just every day. And it's called the style that binds us. So what I look like is (laughs) representing the brand. And so there have been so many times when I'm panicked and mom is trying to help me figure out, do I wear some dress I already have? Am I going to rent a dress? But that's expensive and you don't even get to have it. Do Are we going to buy a dress? Probably, definitely not. Am I going to borrow a dress? Well, I'm probably not sample size. So that's hilarious and a terrible mm-hmm. confidence decrease. <laughs> so this happens to everyone. And so it's, what do I always tell you? What do I say? It to, will work out in the end. No. <laughs> well, that's true. But more importantly, spend a little more time. Right. Start the, earlier. The, and also the problem is a lot of the people that we are surrounded with are very established and we are entrepreneurs. So we're trying to be a little bit more scrappy than some who have very large disposable <laughs> incomes. So well, right. like most everyone else. We are also in that position. You don't want to spend thousands of dollars on a gown, whatever it is, to complete the full look, even if it's to go to an art gallery opening. Well, more people are going to notice how your face and your hair look and that you look nice than the dress, unless it's unspectacular dress. You need to take more time. I, I really believe that for every single person that's listening to this, cut out one thing, the time it would take, like, with you, you have so many things you do in a day that you come running in and you throw on your makeup and you're out the door. And that, that just can't work. I mean, it doesn't matter how pretty you are or anything. You need to take the time to go through the steps, do it in a calm way, check yourself from the back, from the side, from the front, make sure everything's in good condition and then head out the door. It's not going to always happen. But get up a little earlier in the morning, whatever it takes, it is doable it's just not high enough on the priority list why is your life so fabulous after 40 and 50 (laughs) you're living your most fabulous life bb how did that happen (laughs) i am living and how can it happen for other people because i say it's a fabulous life you tell yourself it's a fabulous life it might not be a fabulous life compared to someone else who knows you know i'm not forming the next cure for cancer or something like that but I'm trying my best to help other people and enjoy my work and keep moving and keep going and I feel more intellectually stimulated and more in the thick of things than I have before you know in my life so I just would recommend that everybody just stay stay in the game Stay in the game. You know, Vera, um, Vera Wang last night said she started her company at age 40. So did Carolina Herrera. So did so many people. So many women are starting second careers now because 
we are, you know, for the most part, living longer and that you have to retire from some companies and things, you know, in your early 60s. But even if you don't work, if you have things that you're passionate about, I was listening to that podcast this morning about Jen Meyer, the jewelry designer. On Girl Boss? Yes. And her boyfriend, right after college, said she couldn't figure Toby out what, what she wanted to do. And he said, what do you love? And she said, I don't know. And he said, you know what you love. Just say it. And so Just he, say it. Yes. And he made her verbalize it. And she said, okay, this is crazy, but I want to make jewelry. And he said, then do it. And that's when she started saving all of her money to learn how to make jewelry, putting her money away. You know, just say it. Everybody says, well, I don't know what I love. Well, just sit down and brainstorm. Think about things. Try out things that don't work. Try something else. Yeah. I mean, hopefully by 40 and 50, hopefully you know who you are. You've probably had your children. Like, different than me, I'm 28 and I I have no idea if I'll have children or a husband or whatever. But maybe by 40 and 50, you kind of know all of that. And so you've lived that life. And so... You just can make the rest of your life. You don't have to worry about that. You can just live a fabulous life, feeling very fulfilled. That's so interesting to see, because I know what you're talking about before. It was like, there's so many unanswered questions. Now I know who I married. Now I know what I named my child. All those questions that you have at that end. But the other thing that happens when you wake up one day and you didn't have kids, or you wake up one day and they're grown, you can forget who you are. And you can also realize I I was interested in cooking, for example, a lot and gardening for many, many years. And then I realize now that's not something I'm more interested in travel and and fashion and things like that than I was then. So your 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 likes and dislikes and things that you're passionate about change and evolve. Yeah. Yeah. And why is age the new diversity? Well, that can be a whole nother podcast. Maybe you said that couldn't be a whole podcast, that that would be such a short conversation. I feel like we've been talking a long time today, and that is a big topic that is super important. And I think the main reason why it's trending and hopefully will go on to be beyond a trend is that if you're lucky enough, you are going to age and how you handle it and the tools that you need. Um. And knowing what to expect are are super important. And in the past, I think it's tragic that especially women have felt invisible. Or if you're an actress or a model and things like that, for the most part, your career has a shelf life. I know if you're a dancer, that's a different thing because that's for men and women and your body, you know, just can't do it for that long. But, um, you know, you don't need to be invisible. Okay, I'm going to do rapid fire, and you're going to say what you think about it, because I don't think you said these. Take time for yourself and relax for women. Words of wisdom. Did you talk about that? No, but I think you should. Well, expand. Well, for me to relax, it means take a 20-minute nap every day if I can, and you don't don't think think that's a waste of time. Maybe at my age, you'll, you'll like it. That's part of your words of wisdom for women, remembering to take time for yourself. Yes. And take time to relax. Yes, take time for yourself. As women, again, we are taught that that is a Mm no-no. To care about your appearance is shallow and vain and self-centered. And to 
take time for yourself is really a no-no. I Mm -hmm. mean, there is major guilt involved there, and that's something that we have to work at every day as women to, to figure out ways to to handle the guilt. Do you feel like women put off taking care of themselves? I certainly do. Like, what does that mean? Well, I always compare it to that thing on the airplane when they say put on your mask before you put on the mask of a child or someone acting like a young child. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like if you can't take care of yourself, it's like a gas tank. If it's if it's empty, there's nothing to give anybody else. Mm-hmm. Truth. And then what about putting money, as much money into a piece that you can instead of mm-hmm. shopping fast fashion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, decide why you're shopping, too. If you're shopping, if you end up looking in your closet, there's just a bunch of cheap stuff in there. And it was just um, mm. a way to fill a void or something at the time. You just went and you just wanted something and you didn't know what it was. and You didn't want to eat chocolate. So you ran out to Zara and you bought some little shirt and you wore it once or twice. And then, you know, you didn't wear it again. There's some things at Zara that, you know, can really, you know, be great and can be in a closet for a long time but for the most part and it's hard to rest- to have that restraint to say mm-hmm. I'm going to save up my money and get a $300 blazer rather than the $50 blazer in every color that I get home and realize it doesn't even really fit well yeah well it's kind of like collecting art they say buy the best that you can afford even if it's just a print you know, and mm-hmm. you want to buy the Picasso First, painting, right. but you can start with that. So it's you maybe you can't have the row pant for six hundred dollars, but you can invest in Vince instead of mm-hmm. Zara. That's right. Something that that's a good point. I think what they that that hit home for me, too, with the art where they said buy print and then save up your money and buy um, a drawing by the person, a sketch. And then as the years go on, eventually you'll maybe get to have, you know, a piece of uh, a painting or whatever. Did you talk about don't overbuy? Uh, That's kind of that same thing. Okay. With Zara. And then also it's great if some people say, well, I just went ahead and bought it in every color. And it's good. Hanky pankies. That's fine. Except I just think you need black and nude and hanky pankies. But anyway, and... um, and overbuying, if it's like a t-shirt, a nice t-shirt, you know, get it in white and blue and navy and gray or whatever those kind of colors. But if you buy it in every color under the sun, some of which don't even look good on you or you're never going to wear because you've never worn that color before, <laughs> then, you know, don't 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 do that. And then do you feel like you said, don't buy something that's not in your current size? I don't think you said that exact sentence, and I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like with the shoe. Anything that is almost. Right. If you buy something, there are things like, because I have sloped shoulders, um, blazers and some shirts pucker on me right at the collarbone. And in that case, if I, it's a blazer that I try on and it fits except for it's puckering right there, I know I can stick a shoulder pad in it. That's an easy fix. But if it is 
something more complicated. There are alterations that are easy, and then there are alterations that are super expensive, like taking off a whole sleeve or pulling up a shoulder. Things like that are going to cost a lot of money. You can even ask the people at the store, the alterations people, how much would this cost to alter? What happens if you are one size bigger or smaller? Yes, I know what you're smaller. saying. So most people are that way. Most women are that way. If you, you're, <laughs> you know, you're either like a, a six on top and a ten on the bottom or you're a two on the bottom and a four up top, depending on your chest size. Yeah. That, you know, it's it's rare. You know, these sizes are just general sizes. They're And they're antiquated, too. And now different brands decide. I don't know how they come up with their sizing. But anyway, normally for me, because I have a curvier figure, I will go one size up and then always know that I'm getting it altered. The top half will be altered to a size smaller. And the same thing can be said if you need a larger size up top, then the bottom half can be tapered down or taken in at the back at the zipper of its address and things like that. And if you're petite, what is important about the sleeves? Take them up. Take them up. Don't try and roll them up. Don't say you'll do it later. Get it done. Mm-hmm. Or you look like you're in, you know, your dad's jacket. Yeah. It's amazing the difference it makes. Just just an inch. Well, thank you so much for listening to BB's Words of Wisdom. We hope this was very helpful and that you enjoyed everything and that you had lots of takeaways. So we will see you next time. That's right. If you like what you heard, tell a friend about our show, subscribe to our podcast, and also scroll to the bottom and give a rating and or a review. Those are the best ways for other people to find out about our podcast. See you next time. Bye. Thank you.